Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. November 18th, Wade Gusket Rose. For an abandoned baby who later had to sneak out of the house to hear a sermon, Wade has done all right. He has published a number of books about worship, books that church leaders rely on. He served for 18 years as president for the Church of God's Seventh Day, and he served the U.S. Conference in some capacity for 30 years. He now speaks regularly and serves as a consultant. Wade's passion is helping the church worship Jesus Christ. Sometimes life hurts, but God is still writing your story. When Wade Guskett was five months old, his mother took him to her mother's one-room house in a Jamaican seaside village. His mother was 19, alone, and desperate. Grandmother Guskett kept Wade while his mother moved to the city. The next time that Wade saw her, he was seven. She came only to say goodbye before she emigrated to Canada. In the small eight by 10 foot house, grandmother Guskett loved Wade. She took him to church and she met his needs. But the week before his eighth birthday, grandmother sat on a rock pile and fell backwards. She had a massive stroke. Seven days later, Wade sat beneath a mango tree. He had just bitten into a yellow yam when the hospital porter arrived and told him, I'm sorry, Miss Bertha is gone. Wade couldn't swallow the bite. He couldn't eat it all. Wade's aunt was 19 when she took him in. She didn't tolerate grandmother's religion and his aunt struggled to provide for them. She yelled a lot. But Wade tried to be good. He cleaned the house, prepared food, and when his aunt had children, he became her live-in childcare. But she only got angrier. When Wade was 12, his aunt sent him to the store. On the way, Wade saw a huge tent and heard a choir and a preacher. Intrigued, he ducked under the tent and listened quietly. That night, Wade gave his life to Jesus. He felt free, brave, and confident. He told the church people he wanted to get baptized, and then he rushed to finish his errand. Even though Wade kept his plan a secret, his aunt found out, and she said, if you get baptized, I'm gonna throw all your things onto the grass. I have one life to live, Wade said. If that is what it takes, I'm going to follow Jesus. Early the day of his baptism, Wade crept across the dark village. From the church, the Christians walked to the river. They sang, I will follow thee, my savior. Others walked with family, but Wade walked alone. When he got home, Wade gathered his few belongings into a small bag. That night, he slept in an abandoned house. After a few days, Wade's aunt told him to come home, but she opposed his faith. On church days, she left the children and the grocery list with him. Wade got up early. He shopped, dressed the children, and took them to church. As a teenager, Wade lived two lives. At church, he taught and he even preached. At school, he was the top boy in his class. Because he won speech and drama awards, his picture was often in the newspaper. But at home, he was the domestic help, alone, abused, and rejected. At night, he cried into his pillow. To calm himself, he sang hymns inside his head. Whenever he could, Wade slipped away to read by the ocean. As he read the Bible, poetry, and biographies, a window opened 
to a world Wade dreamed of joining. Wade's life became shaped by God's love and his intervention in his life. During his hardest times, this statement, but God, became his anchor in his life. Rejection could have brought shame, but God called him son. Circumstances could have made him feel unworthy, but God gave him worth. Disappointments happened, but God had a good future planned. I could go after what I wanted, Wade said. In Christ, I belong here and I can do this. After Wade graduated secondary school, his mother sponsored him as an immigrant to the US. Over the years, Wade shared Jesus with his aunt, her children, and his biological father. Faith changed them. Today, Wade helps others find a vision for their lives. He shows them the power of two words, but God. Psalm 31 verses 14 and 15. I trust in you, O Lord, my times are in your hand. At times in life, pain can be your constant companion. What is your anchor today? Sometimes life hurts, but God is still writing your story. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. We are excited to announce that every 365 story is now available as an ebook and is available for purchase on our website at 365christianmen.com.